0: another touch talks wrestling podcast i am your host adam chalk and i'm here to give my honest opinions on the things we like or dislike from all the goings on in professional wrestling from shows like wwe monday night raw friday night smackdown nxt aw dynamite aw rampage impact wrestling as well as pay-per-views premium live events and some indie shows as well as talking about the latest news headlines during the rounds So why not go ahead and hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. Today, unfortunately, we have to start the show in a different way because I, like so many others, woke up this morning to the tragic news that former Ring of Honor world champion, the great Jay Briscoe, had passed away in a car accident at the age of 38. I would like to pay my own tribute to Jay if I can find the words to do so. Although I never knew Jay personally, I felt like I did as a fan watching him perform. Whether you first saw him as a teenager or whether you've seen him for the first time recently thanks to the matches with FTR it was so easy to form that bond with Jay as a wrestler because you knew that he was giving you all of himself inside that ring yes he was violent and dangerous and intimidating but he had ring IQ unlike so many others and he could wrestle as well even though he was Pretty much seen as a hardcore guy by a lot of fans. But Jay was much more than that. You only have to read some of the tributes on Twitter from the men and women that shared a locker room with him to realise that Jay Briscoe was one of the good ones. He had an impact on so many careers and it's great to read some of the stories of all the people he's helped along the way. But the number one thing that almost all of them mention is how good of a family man and a father he was. You've probably seen the video going round on social media of him practising a dance routine with his daughter, wearing a pretty little bow, bow in his hair, uh, from lockdown. I think it was 2020. He filmed that. My thoughts and prayers go out to his family and friends, it's hard right now to put into words what he meant to me as a wrestling fan and what he meant to so many others all over the world, all I can really say right now is thank you for the memories, we will miss you and rest in peace Jay Briscoe. and it is the NXT review, it was, um it's quite hard to watch this after finding out the news of Jay, if I'm honest, um, I don't think I, I necessarily concentrated 100%, but I will give you the best that I can give you. Because NXT started with Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams versus Axiom and Apollo Cruz. Trick uh, basically took the piss out of Axiom during his entrance, wearing the Axiom mask that looks nothing like Axiom, during his entrance. Axiom then out-wrestles Trick early on, so Trick throws some hard strikes. Cruz and Hayes up the pace of the match when they come in, Hayes punk kicks and a merry-go-round bulldog. Uh, Cruz then launches Axiom out of the ring onto Hayes and Trick as we go to a break. And when we come back we get a double down in the middle of the ring. We get Germans in stereo from Cruz and Axiom. Cruz hits Trick with a punk kick but then gets taken out by a f- uh by Axiom's kick which Hayes sort of Ricochets into Cruz's face. Hayes then hit his springboard clothesline. That got a two. A bit later, Apollo Cruz gets the hot tag, runs wild. Gorilla Press and standing moonsault got a two. Axiom took out Trick with a golden ratio on the outside. Hayes went for a flying nothing, really. Gets caught, goes for a roll-up, but Cruz sort of sat down, counters him. And gets the pin for the win. This was a pretty good entertaining match to open the show. I like all four men. I want all four men on the main roster if I'm honest. But yeah, enjoyed this one. Good start. We get Tony D'Angelo and Stacks on a bridge. Uh, where they threw two dimes off apparently. Uh, they sort of tease a bit of a breakup, but it ends with Stax getting a promotion in the family. He's now Is it underboss? I think he's now something like that anyway. Toxic Attraction then come to the ring. They were out to cut a promo, and their promo was so awful that even the fans that cheer for anything in that NXT. It's not an arena performance centre in it. Even they were completely silent. Most probably cringing. The same as I was. At the absolute bollocks going on in the ring. Uh, Lyra Valkyria came out. It's just so obvious that she was remembering lines she'd been told to say. Someone please shut JC Jane up. It's awful and cringeworthy. And then... They go to beat up uh, the Bird Woman. Roxanne Perez comes out, saves her from a beatdown. This was just terrible, absolutely terrible. More on them in a minute though, because they did have a tag team match in the main event. Uh, the next match was Sol Ruka versus Alba Fire. Ruka takes down. Alba Fire with a cross body and a roll up for two she hits an X Factor which also gets a two count Alba Fire though gets back on top delivers a face buster she then hit a super kick and puts the boots in in the corner Isla Dawn is then up in the bird's nest William Regal platform whatever you want to call it uh, she causes a distraction so Sol, Sol Ruka hit the Soul Snatcher for the win uh, um, I suppose there was decent stuff in this, so could look quite good. But I can't be the only one that's bored of Isla of Dawn and Alba Fire stuff. It looks like they will be a tag team now as well, from some of the later things that happened. I'm ah, just bored of it. My investment in Alba Fire has completely disappeared. It's a shame. Uh, we have that sit-down interview with Grayson Waller. They sort of just go over what happened last week with the rope break-in. Uh, he has his own NXT Championship that he's bought. Uh, then guarantees beating Braun Breaker at Vengeance Day in the steel cage. Kind of looking forward to that match because I do really like Grayson Waller. Um, but it is WWE, so it'll probably suck. But there we go. Our next match was Gallus versus Briggs and Jensen. Uh, the fight breaks out quickly between all four guys. Mark Coffey hits a clothesline on Jensen. Wolfgang gets a cheap shot in, so they work over Jensen in the corner. Nothing happened for ages until Briggs gets backdropped on the apron they go and expose the um, concrete on the entrance ramp Briggs comes back delivers a suplex on the floor that takes us to a break afterwards uh, Jensen gets a hot tag, he runs wild until his back sort of gives out Wolfgang did a sort of back sent on thing that didn't look that great Again, nothing happened for ages. But Briggs gets a hot tag. He runs wild a little bit. Jensen on the outside gets backdropped on that exposed concrete. Briggs was in control in the ring, but got distracted by everything happening to Jensen on the outside. And then he turns around, Gallus do their finisher and win the match. This match was so boring that I had to stop myself falling asleep if I'm honest. What do WWE see in any of these guys? Maybe there's something in Briggs. Maybe, as a big guy. But the other three, Jesus Christ. I also hated the over dramatic acting when Jensen got injured on the concrete. That was terrible. I like nothing about this at all. Gallus. Uh, just boring. I don't mind Joe, Hen- uh, Joe Coffee. I'm going to call him Joe Hendry then. Joe Coffee. He um, he maybe has a little bit more about him, but these two. Terrible. The next match was Valentino Feroz versus Thea Hale. There's a bit of back and forth early on. Uh, electric. Lopez comes out to the ring there's a standing moonsault by Thea that got a two count uh, both women went for a crossbody at the same time Electra Lopez handed Feroz, uh brass knuckles but she refuses to use them gives them to the referee turns around and gets drilled into the mat by Thea I don't even know what the move was really Almost half X-Factor, half DDT type thing. But anyway, she picks up her first win in NXT. I like her a lot, Fear Hell. I think it's just something about her. I am i don't think this match was necessarily great, but I do really like her. We then get a um, backstage segment between Apollo Crews, Trick and mellow. Not much to talk about there. We then get Vic Joseph breaking the news about Jay Briscoe, which was a nice touch. Um should have could have gone in a little bit more, but at least they mentioned it. The New Day then come to the ring. Uh, they say they're done with pretty deadly. Now they must fight Gallus, which got Zero reaction from anyone in the crowd. Pretty Deadly come out and they are pissed off. Call themselves the rightful number one contenders. Then those boring bastards, Gallus, come out and bore everyone to tears for the second time on this show. A big old brawl breaks out. Pretty uh, pretty Deadly get their asses handed to them. Security comes out, pulls everybody apart. This is now going to be a triple threat at Vengeance Day. I have a horrible feeling that Gallus are going to win this match. Uh, Roxanne Perez and Lyra Valkyria are backstage talking to Mackenzie Mitchell. But in comes Javier Bernal. He now has a guitar. <laughs> uh, says one of his songs has got to number 40 in the charts or something. Funny stuff. I do like him. We get another sit-down interview. With Bron Breaker this time, pretty much exactly the same as earlier with Grayson Waller. Didn't really take anything from either of these, really both guys saying they're going to win the match. Javier Bernal versus Tyler Bate was the next match. Uh, Tyler Bate interrupted a Javier Bernal concert. I kind of wanted to hear a little bit more of Bernal on that guitar. Just because I think it would have been at least entertaining. Bate easily outwrestles Bernal early on. Uh, Bernal, though, got a thumb to the eyes. A bulldog and a lariat got him a two count. Bate blocked another bulldog and makes his comeback. Exploder, suplex, and a standing shooting star. Uh, he hit the rebound lariat and then sort of hits the Tyler driver. For the win. Almost. Dropped. Bernal on his head. But it's. I don't know what happened. Whether. Bernal sandbagged him or. Don't know. They didn't look right. And it's a shame about the finish. As I say I'm not sure what happened. But. Tyler Bate. At least looked decent. a much better than the last time you saw him. He's had a shave. Which makes him look like a potential star again. Not sure he's at the level he was. Five years ago. Let's hope he can get back there because I really like him. And the main event was Lyra Valkyria and Roxanne Perez versus Toxic Attraction. All four women go at it early on. Uh, Perez does a suicide dive. Lyra with a flying drop kick through the ropes. Back in the ring, there's a low drop kick by Perez that got a two count. Good teamwork from the baby faces actually through all this. Uh, Dolan tags in and gets the same treatment, really. JC Jane turns it around though with a blind tag and a neck breaker, and then they deliver splashes in the corner. After a little while, Lyra gets the hot tag. She runs wild with kicks and explodes with suplexes. Now, Cora Jaden comes in and pushes uh, Lyra off the top rope behind the referee's back. Lyra goes off, fights her to the back, leaving Perez alone. There's a miscommunication where J.C. Jane kicked Gigi Dolan in the face. Uh, Perez gets rid of J.C. Jane and hits Pump Rocks on Gigi Dolan to pick up the win. I really like both Roxanne Perez and Lyra Valkyria, but I see absolutely nothing in the Toxic Attraction members. They definitely miss Mandy Rose. And it's you can sort of see now how Mandy Rose sort of brought them all together as a unit. Whether you like Toxic Attraction or not, she's certainly missed in NXT. Uh, the match was pretty... I don't know. was okay. Um, I think both... Perez and Lara Valkyria hope won't be in NXT too long, I think they deserve their run and are good enough for a run on the main roster, hopefully that does come but that is your NXT review, uh, I apologise it's not a longer review and more in depth but the news of Jay Briscoe as I said has had a real effect on me today. Um, please tell your loved ones that you, you love them before it's too late. Uh, it's really hit home with me. I'm going to go and watch the Briscoes versus FTR again. That was NXT though and as you can tell uh, a little bit different but as always, you can tell us what you thought of the show through our Touch Talks Wrestling Facebook page or through Twitter. I am at Adam Chalk 8 on there. I will be back tomorrow with the AW Dynamite review. So until then, I've been Adam Chalk. Thank you for listening and I will see you next time.